Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, also the CEO of Canafil. We're bringing clinical level CBD to the retail market. Now, let me again welcome Kim, and thank you for being a part of today's show. Hello, everyone. She always is a part of today's show. (laughs) She did a good job of pulling out some information for everybody today because today we are reviewing the documentary that was just released this week called The CBD Nation. This documentary examines the real research and evidence surrounding CBD, and the writer and producer, David Jakubovic, I'm sorry, Jakubovic, thank you, I did say that correctly that time, Yeah, uh, has done documentaries in the past, and I like his, his view. His view is, is to shed light on a topic that might be, be kind of held back from the population, maybe for a political or financial agenda. Uh, So he's super good at shedding light. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, CBD is still controversial to some people, I, I, I guess. I don't know who out there would still feel like it's not safe to take but i'm Ooh, sure there are let's play around with that just for yeah. a second oh, don't get me started <laughs> all right first one first losers you have here uh is hey i'm gonna say it out loud dea they set this rule and now they're looking pretty bad well they were involved in the scheduling of this plant and I looked at the dates of some of the research papers that were brought up just in this documentary. And it, no, it was not yet. So anyway, so there's some people, there's some departments that are going to look bad. Big Pharma is wanting to slow this down, and they shove a lot of money into our government. Yeah. All right. Those are your two biggest players, in my opinion. Right. That would like to see this documentary not get circulated. Well, that's too bad because it already honestly, is out there. yeah, it's out there and we need to know this information. Yeah. Well, let me give you a quote. Uh, one of the researchers, first statement, and this absolutely caught my eye. And that quote is this. She says, there is plenty of documented evidence on the validity of CBD treatment and how well it does for the human so if you choose not to look at it it's no longer ignorance it's arrogance didn't that just sum up a lot that you and i have been witnessing for the last five years well and again i mean we've been beaten it into our system from our parents from the government from everywhere that this plant is bad. Right. And so think through that. So that's why she says it's arrogance. Because there's already documented evidence. That topic no longer exists. So if you 
choose not to look at it, it's because you're being arrogant, not ignorant. The information is there. Ignorance is the absence of that. Right. It's there now. So now you're being arrogant. Yeah. I loved it. I loved when I heard that. All right. So uh, let's... um, Let's say in this documentary, what we're going to be talking through, he, he gets a chance to cite you know, dozens of physicians, dozens of researchers, as well as about a half a dozen of personal stories. And what we wanted to do was just kind of go through it and add our insight, mm-hmm. right? Because the documentary only had an hour and a half. We've been at this for, you know, going on five years now. Yeah. So we, I, I think we can really help and maybe even entice you to... Uh, take a look at this documentary. Uh, I think the more people that do, the better our population will be at maintaining possession of this plant and not let it slip into the hands of somebody who may not want to treat it so well. And so the general theme of this is shining light on an issue that may intentionally be kept from our population. And one of the overwhelming, uh, the other secondary overwhelming theme of this documentary is the the population of the entire world America is uh, and, and, and the with the the amount of prescriptions that are on the entire planet America USA is currently using 75% of the world's pharmaceutical prescription drugs 75% and this is also showing up in this documentary quite a bit. Okay? All right. Anyway, let's, let's just jump in and start discussing some of the stories uh, that we discovered. Let's, let's go here. So they started out this documentary with a research group that decided to study what was in the water and the Puget Sound around Seattle. How are they going to do this? Well, they used mussels. You know? Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. I mean, I I gather that they're, like, if they're living in the water, they're like sponges, and they just take in all of the, all the stuff that's, that's in right. the water. They're filtering, and they're eating. And I, I, they chose mussels, I would imagine, because they do a, a really good job of just what you just said. Right. Retaining that. So let me tell you what they did. So they put hundreds of these baskets out, and by this this uh, this muscle absorbing all the chemicals, then they were able to then take them out three months later and study them, you know, do a chemical analysis, and they found uh, antibiotics, antidepressants, opioids. They they found a lot of opioids, is what I heard. Uh, I heard they also found antibiotics in almost every sample they took. Uh, they, the opioids they found were oxycodone was the biggest match. One of the things, they, they found blood pressure medications, mm-hmm. uh, but one of the things they were most alerted by were chemo drugs, chemotherapy drugs. And yeah. because they're a cancer-causing agent by themselves, and it's now in the water. Uh, so uh, it, that was interesting to watch that. But no, we're, we're not going to go too far down that road. Just just wanted to share that was one of the cool stories they did right up in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, then they went to talk about a young girl who looked like she was in her mid-20s uh, who had been suffering from anxiety as, you know, a teenager and on. Now, 
we all know this story over and we've seen it played out over and over. Kid is just giving one prescription after another. I mean, I didn't count the amount of prescriptions that I did. she went through. Twelve. Did. Was it twelve? <laughs> oh I just God. she just kept saying another name yeah. and another name. I was like, why? And why? Right, and she 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 said she stated she said I I don't want to take these or please reduce my dose and a common response was to double it. Yeah. I'm like oh, nope. oh. Yeah. all right anyway so that that her story was shared uh, as well as side effects and so forth. Um, we had a we had a PTSD uh, gentleman from the war who uh, shared his struggle with both PTSD, pharmaceuticals that were used to treat it and how he felt, uh -huh. and then at the end, how he had some relief using CBD and how he shared it with some of his other, his other military friends. That was an interesting story, again, worth, uh, worth going through. Um, I also, uh, let's see, let me go through my list here. Well, I think the two that really hit me were... Um, Jaden David. Yes. Uh, he had really just, I don't even know how, the kid was having seizures all day. Let's talk, yeah. Every let's, day. Let, it, yeah, let's it was come the up saddest that. story. I got to tell you, it had me emotional. Oh. <laughs> I, and I don't, I don't know if too many people is not going to watch this and not get emotional about that piece. I was just. He was on the verge. Flat out crying. Yeah. He was I on mean, the verge of, of losing it. I can't, I just want to say right now, I am so thankful that we have a healthy family, healthy kids, oh, yeah, watching something healthy like that. grandkids. Yeah, I can't you. imagine um, as a parent, and he says it right there, like I just got to a place where I, I just was giving up. Right. I didn't know what to do. I, you know, he calls his mom and says, just come get the kid. And I, I think I'm just going to end it because yeah. I just, I'm done. And it was just so, whew, yeah, so, so sad. And this this young this young boy, he was probably uh, during during the interview of this show, uh, the kid was probably about eight. But during the attack of seizures, uh, my guess his age was really around four, four. or five. Yeah, and uh, they had him on you know another half a dozen type of pharmaceuticals causing a wide range of side effects, uh, but was not really relieving the hundreds of seizures that he would have daily. His dad did not know him without seizures. And so he was able to find this, uh, this alternative treatment. And it's interesting, the story doesn't just end there. Uh, I love that he found this alternative. But back when he did this, early 2000s, 2015, somewhere around that time frame, he had more struggles than just finding it. He literally also had to be able to administer it to his son. And there are so many regulations back then. But let's just go now. Let's flip over to the manufacturer side. Somebody had to step up and be able to put themselves in harm's way. Mm -hmm. Right, because remember, at this point, CBD is illegal, and here they are. They're going to create something to hand to this uh, this five, four year old kid, and in fact, they did. And one of the interesting stories, and again, this is this kind of addresses how problematic this all was in the early stages of CBD. You know, two thousand ten, eleven, twelve, is this company needed to do some lab tests 
because one of the things you're going to put your entire company on the sta- on the line legally, you know, you want to do some tests, but you also want to make sure that what you're going to give to this child uh, is something that's going to help with them. They couldn't get a laboratory to test it because the laboratory was f- in fear of prosecution. Right. Yeah. I mean, just so many hands were tied uh, for the longest time, and they've only been untied for the last year and a half. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they were a large enough company that they could go, you know what, we're just going to go yeah. and find our, or make our own, build our own lab. We're going to, we're going to test this doing. ourselves because yep. nobody else will touch it. I, I, you absolutely right. Okay. So that was, uh, that was that story. Now, uh, I won't give you all the details. Watch the documentary. Uh, you'll, you'll, it does have a nice ending to it. Yes. Uh, they were able to get to something uh, that probably it was very similar to Epidiolex is now. Again, Epidiolex is the approved pharmaceutical. It is a synthetic CBD, but it is primarily CBD. Yes. Okay, so right. the uh, Epidiolex is the outcome. Uh, you've heard other stories. Uh, this is very similar to to the stories where Epidiolex was, you know, where it actually came from. But again, the natural form is CBD derived from the hemp plant. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. So we were, as we look through this, we also understood... We also we also listened to the writer uh, talk about how much he has learned while he was doing this documentary, and I also thought it was fair to share that. He made a comment early on uh, as he was presenting this portion of the show. In other words, how much he has learned about CBD and the human body, and he he says, I, I, "It's like the quote it says." It seems to me the body was built to require cannabinoid. Mm-hmm. Cannabinoids. Right. I like that. That was kind of an interesting uh, point of perspective. And the interesting thing from, from this viewpoint, too, is that the endocannabinoid system that we talk about a lot, the system that is inside your body, was just recently discovered in late 80s. It's just odd to me that, right? And and let me tell you, so when you watch this documentary, you will become very educated on the endocannabinoid system, the CB receptors, and the the cannabinoids that uh, activate them. Mm -hmm. I loved, you know, when you get a good director like this, I love the perspective he put it in because it was very easy to understand. I think you and I have done at least three different one-hour shows trying to describe this the best we could. And, you know, here we go. We have a professional, and he did it very well in a very short period of time. Yeah, well, I, I, visual you got some is good visuals. always a great idea. Yeah. I think one of the visuals that I took away from this documentary was I have so many customers that come in, and they'll – you know, they'll say, uh, well, I don't want to smoke anything. I'm, I don't want to get high, and I'm, I don't want to smoke anything. And they just have this idea that CBD is, is something you smoke. Or, and, I mean, they're getting the idea that there's yeah. oil, but I have a, a customer, and I thought, well, maybe you need to go to the other side because I think she needs something a little bit stronger. 
um, I don't know. I'm still I'm still working with her, but she's. I said maybe you might need to get your medical marijuana card, and she said, Oh, I'm. I don't want to smoke pot. And I said, But it doesn't. It comes in an oil form, just like this CBD comes in. You don't have to smoke it. You're not going to be. You know that person you take it you take it in very small doses it's it's a medicine it's not you know you're not sitting there smoking a joint like you think you you're come on we've evolved past that it's no longer that product well we really can't talk about that being medicine if uh if combusting plant material is really really bad for your lungs sure i'm sorry that 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 would not go well with me but you don't have to smoke it that's correct it doesn't come this this industry is not built on that premises at all. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this is a this is so far deemed to be a very effective, holistic, natural way to solve a lot of our problems. Yes. Our health issues. I did not. I'm not going towards you know solving a lot of disease, just functional health issues. Right. Now, there's plenty of disease opportunities, I'm telling you. Let's, let's go there next. So uh, uh, this, uh, this writer, David, was also able to, you know, I told you, he hooked up with you know, 12 different uh, physicians and a bunch of researchers, and here are some of the things they came up with. Uh, one, one, so we actually had two physicians and one researcher speaking on opioids versus CBD, uh, and how CBD did work for the pain, and how currently oxycodone was treating pain. We have one guy that was sitting on there. He was telling me, or he was stating that he was taking 40 milligram doses four times a day, but he was prescribed 90. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And how long it took him to get off of that uh, was pretty interesting. There was also a piece of data that was uh, released on here. In 2016, they cited that there were 64,000 deaths from opioid addiction. And the same report, or another report, suggested that uh, there were zero from cannabis use. Yes. Yeah, I <laughs> solely, so yeah, Solely use of cannabis. Right. Uh, interesting, interesting. Um, they also shared that the government filed a patent for CBD in 1999. Mm-hmm. And in that patent stated all of the benefits, all the, the health benefits and, and solutions that CBD could provide. All right, so I, now I'm interested. I'm going, okay, so we knew about this federal patent. What I didn't know is these were two federal research uh, members that filed the patent, and one of them was a Nobel, Pri- a Nobel Prize winner. Yeah. All right. So we got the government jumped in on this back in 1999 and filed a patent. That patent clearly stated all the benefits, but yet none of this stuff was surfaced. So that was 1999, 21 years. It sat there. Yeah. Nobody did anything. Well, it. I mean, it just kind of got shoved over there. Yeah. You know. All right, pa- parents, are you mad? Anybody who has a kid who has seizures, are you mad right now? I am. Yeah. Okay, anybody who has had a family member suffer from cancer, I'm mad. Right. 21 years they knew about this. Yeah. And, and, and there's more. They didn't stop there. Uh, let's see here. 
Oh, look at this interesting piece that showed up. There's this one Russian researcher who spoke, and he said they clearly the 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 medical or the research the the research group knew that there were three compounds needed to be able to fight off cancer. And they are they are rolling they are going in a direction of being able to find all three of them in that plant. Yeah. And now they stated that it's going to take a lot of work to get to them. But isn't that crazy? And you hear all the time, lots of researchers even spoke in this documentary about the tumor-reducing capabilities. Uh, let's, get, let's, go even, let's go even further into this piece. In 1976, the Department of National Institute of Drug Abuse, the National Institute of Drug Abuse, published a 250-page report on cannabis for treatment. And it even in that report in 1976 demonstrated tumor-reducing character uh, properties uh, for cannabis. Well, yeah, I mean it, that's just something that is also very um, hush hush. Exactly. So after they after they showed this report on on this documentary, you know, then they stepped up and said, and then it was buried. And it it was, was not forwarded over to the Cancer Institute. It was not forwarded anywhere. Okay, then in 1980, the same department, National Institute of Drug Abuse, again, therapeutic benefits of, can uh, of cannabis. Uh, now they're at chemotherapy relief and glaucoma, also buried. Never resurfaced again. How about the Schaefer Commission? Uh, this was a commission. This was a group commissioned by uh, the Kennedy. Uh, 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 the Kennedy, Kennedy group and he was president uh, no human fatalities from sole use of marijuana was in that report yeah uh, that was in the 60s National Academy of Science re published a report that CBD was capable of relieving anxiety opiate withdrawals and tumor reduction all right, I just listed four of them that were listed on this documentary, and none of them were released. All right, so there you go, the theme of shining a light on a subject. Yeah, I, th I thought they did a really good job of bringing in doctors in the documentary. Um, there was a, a the therapist, the, the psychiatrist who was dealing with... Um, her main practice was veterans mm -hmm. and all the PTSD veterans. And she said, that, you know, I was giving them all these, you know, antidepressant medications and uh, they were still committing suicide. Yeah. And I finally stopped and started looking at what what was I doing wrong? What was going on? And then she started hearing about cannabis and I don't know if she's, I, I don't remember if she said she doesn't prescribe anti-anxiety any med medication any longer or it's way down okay. and she is also promoting CBD as yeah. a way to help with PTSD and all of those things that the veterans go through. I mean, they've, 
They've got physical ailments. They do. They've got mental ailments. They're just, they've got a lot of issues that they're dealing with all the time. Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, let's talk about one more story that was on there. Uh, A little girl named Riley. I I thought this one was uh, the most impactful. I mean, listen, Jaden's story was... Yeah. That was just... So sad. Heartfelt story, yeah. Uh, Riley's was more of a... Just a win. Just a big win. Win well, for her, win for mom. Yeah. And, and a, a win for uh, Delaware. Yeah. And right. great. Again, here we are a mo- here are we are with a mother that is having to break the law. Yeah, right. She has to hide and sneak and she has to teach her daughter Duh, to do the same. To do the same. And it's just that's sad. Yeah, let's talk about her for a little bit. So, uh, again, her name is Riley. Uh, She had a bone tumor disease. Yeah. It was benign, but it was... Very aggressive. Aggressive and eating up her bones. And here's the worst part. It was in her face. Yeah. Right. So, they show it. So, on this this, uh, uh, documentary, they show a CAT scan. And most of Riley's nose was was gone. Most of her jaw was gone, and her teeth are following that. So, uh, this is Riley. Right. All right. So Riley's mom, uh, again, at the end of her rope, uh, did some research and found that CBD kept coming up as a tumor reducer. Uh, so she did. She she got in contact with some people. They started to put her on a program, and Riley did well. Yeah. That's just, yeah, we'll let you guys watch the documentary for the specifics. But during her path, remember this poor girl, lots of pain, lots of social pain too, uh, is now taking a cannabis product, but it's illegal. And she's in Delaware, uh, so she has to go off school grounds to take the product every day. Uh, mom's in fear because dad works for the state, you know, back in, it's just, oh, it's just a nightmare to watch. But the one thing you can't not see is the daughter is starting to look more and more like a normal young girl. Yeah. And so as she gets further along into her treatment, this tumor is almost completely gone. Doctors are verifying it, but they're amazed and so forth that she now, the mom decides, uh, what about the other parents? You know, hey, my kid had this. How come nobody else can have this? And why can't, why does my daughter have to sneak around and so forth? She actually, and kudos to Senator Ernie Lopez, because he took an audience with Riley and his mom. They spoke, and from that conversation, a bill was created called Riley's Law. Yeah. And that bill was actually passed, and that bill was to allow children under the age of 18 to use cannabis for medical treatment. Way to go, Riley. Yeah. I mean, it's, it turns out to be a fantastic story because when you first start watching it, you're just like, oh, my gosh, right. this is this going to be okay? Thank God. She's good. Yeah. The, bone, the bone tumor is... It's gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, what, so. What was left after surgery is gone. Yeah, so we, we see her now in present day uh, on the, uh, on the, sh- on the uh, documentary. It looks like she's about 11, 10, 11, 12, something in that area. And now she's meeting with the same senator. And I watched this and it was just 
absolutely wonderful. Here we have a young person saying, hey, this is what I think is broken, and here's what I think you should do to fix it. Wow, you gotta watch that part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that you know, a mind that young has not been conditioned yet, and it was just really wonderful to hear all that. All right, so let's do this. Let's take a break, because when we come back, we had talked about a few ailments like PTSD, anxiety, sleep, pain, stuff like that, but one thing this documentary didn't do is provide any direction for use or dosage. Well, that's something we're really good at. So we thought when we come back, we'd take just a few minutes and help those who are listening with some direction on how to use CBD for those, those few things. Yep. All right. So right after the break, we'll give you more great information, we hope. Okay. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media it's finding your voice it's engaging topics content and ideas jeff and ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects it's about making the mistakes taking the chances summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners. Hey, I, I just have to tell you that that um, it at the documentary that came out, I really was super happy it made it out yeah i was a little nervous because it was planned to come out amazon was going to pick it up and then it disappeared oh really yeah and oh. i, I kind of got nervous that where it did was we gonna... find it it was on google play yeah then i was able to see it on google play uh then apple tv picked it up amazon never did 
uh, it's just it was just kind of odd. Now I didn't know if that was a technique to stall or bury or if it was just you know trying to because you have to pay for it. You have to rent it like a you know regular movie or documentary. Yeah, but I mean it's only three ninety nine. Right, it's fairly so, expensive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I was really glad it finally. I was glad it made it out, mm-hmm. and I think if you appreciate its point which is really to kind of displace the amount of pharmaceuticals us Americans are taking and move some of those solutions over to a natural uh, thing like like the cannabis plant, then I would, I, would re, I would watch this documentary and I would share it because you're now informed and an informed population is less to be manhandled and taken advantage of. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I do want to pick up on one thing that they said in the show yeah. with with Riley not only did her tumor shrink and t- to be gone with no other pharmaceutical medication right she wasn't on she, or at least that's what they else. said they that's said no they said. other ph- my mom said no right. other pharmaceuticals were being used at the time now it's not immediate it took about a year for her to go back and 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 go on you know and they I won't go into the specifics of the poor girl having to go through withdrawals, or, or not withdrawals, but she they didn't want her to take any anything before yeah. her scan. Yeah. Um, but I thought the the bone regeneration cool. was, yeah. wow, I didn't even know that it could do that. I oh, yeah, yeah, no, the bone's know. very capable. All, all components are capable of regenerating if there's not something that's interfering with that process. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Uh, let's uh, let's keep going so we have time. I we, we, I also wanted to get another invite to you uh, that if you go to the Canterfield website, either on you know either on your desktop, laptop, or on your mobile, if you go to what is CBD or learn about CBD, you will find a button there that says "Join the Canterfield Family." Let me tell you what that does. That just brings you into our weekly uh, learning stuff that goes out. It's a it's a newsletter. It's a newsletter with all kinds of this type of information in it. Yeah. If that's of interest, uh, just want to share it. That's where it's at. Now the the, uh, the couple of items that we're going to talk about usage and dosage. Let's start with an easy one. Uh, the young girl on there that had anxiety and was taking, you know, 12 different medications before she was, you know, finally fed up. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what, uh, well, let's go to the expert here. <laughs> Kim, you have, uh, you have a female age 18 uh, is dealing with anxiety on a daily basis and is currently on a prescription and you need to help her. Well, she doesn't need that much CBD. Okay. Um, she might. Well, she might need a little bit more in the beginning because we're gonna. She want. Does she want to wean off this medication? She does. Yes, because she doesn't want to take it anymore. It she makes does, her feel bad. Not. She has no emotions. No, she no went from feels. super anxious and high emotions to nothing. So I say that she get. She takes about seventeen milligrams a day. Okay. She can split that up. In the beginning, take half, like eight milligrams in the morning and eight milligrams in the afternoon. And then if she feels like that's a good place and she's okay there, yeah. 
She doesn't have to increase her dose. She can stay right there. She, but don't stop taking your medication cold turkey. Yeah. Wean, Wean off, of, off it. of it. Don't ever just, I'm just not doing this anymore. Because uh, you will be surprised how much your body is dependent on yeah. that. It just is. It's All like, right. So let me give you the science behind that. You're going to take that CBD. You're going to split it up through the day. It's going to make another couple of uh, cannabinoids like uh, AG2 and anatomide. Those things are all going to trigger neurotransmitters. And your, your anxiety will get balanced by, the, by your endocannabinoid system, your ECS, mm-hmm. as opposed to a single molecule pharmaceutical coming in and trying to solve one piece and upsetting the rest. Yes. There's science behind it, and it's already well documented, as it suggested earlier. So there you go. So somewhere around 17 milligrams per day right. divided up uh, is, is also, I would agree, a good idea. Now, if you're a PST, uh, PTSD, uh, as you age, go up in weight, you'll move that number up. If, you're, if your issues are intense... So instead of doing 18 per day, you might find yourself at 40 per day. If you weigh over 200 pounds, you may move this number up to 30 or 40. Mm -hmm. So give thought to it. Remember, World Health Organization has already openly admitted this is well tolerated in humans with no signs of addiction. So keep upping it. Where we stop usually is when we start wasting. Can't get any further. The product can be costly per month. Uh, so find out where your spot is and then, and then level off there. Let's go to pain. That's an easy one. Kim, I've got, I've got just a mild backache because I'm 50 years old. I've been an athlete all my life. It hurts to get up in the morning. I'm usually struggling to fall asleep at night, and I weigh 200 pounds. Where am I at? Well, you're going to need a little more CBD, and I'm always going to recommend that you use a topical and an oil, especially when you have a specific spot. Okay. So if you're at your lower back and it's every day and it's the same spot, take that topical, uh, 500 or 1,000, depending again on how much you weigh and and your level of uh, pain. 200-pound guy. Yeah, um, so he's probably, 50 I mean, years old. the 500 would work, but the 1,000 would be fantastic, and somewhere in that range. And you put it on every morning after your shower. You just rub it on in that back area. Rub it. Give it a good massage, and then you want a tincture. Again, let's say he's 200 pounds. I'm going to say the 1,000-milligram bottle is probably going to work best for him. What's your daily dose? Um... I would say, again, we, I, we always break it up in the beginning. Do half in the morning and half in the, after, in the afternoon. 33 milligrams uh, is a good amount of CBD. If you break it up in the beginning and then after about four days, you come back, you ask yourself, what, uh, it's good, but I might need more. So then you take your full, you, well, let's take it, let's go up 25%. You do three-fourths in the morning and three-fourths in the afternoon. Now, mind you, you're still doing your topical, so that you're getting CBD that way also. All right. So. All right. We've got a lot to cover. So let me, let me uh, brief it, uh, give you my two cents on that, too. All right. So she, uh, she was right. Somewhere between 35 and 45 milligrams per day divided into two doses. Uh, if anybody ever needs any help on how to understand how to calculate that 
amount of milligrams out of your container, feel free to ask us anytime. Info at canafil.com. Uh, anyway, so 30, so let's go on an average of 40 milligrams of CBD per day. If you fit in that category, you would take 20 in the morning, 20 in the evening as a tincture dropper underneath your tongue because it's fast and it goes into your glands. So you get all of it. Second piece is uh, topical lotion spread at the point where you're sore. That would be right there on the lower back. Going to rub it in for about a, an, uh, a minute, a full minute. All right, here's the science. CBD is known to manage inflammation, okay? It design, it's designed to downregulate the production of cytokines. When you have an injury, you have huge productions of cytokines, which trigger inflammation. So the first thing CBD is doing is reducing your inflammation. Don't skip on the topical because your skin has more CBD receptors than almost anything. Actually, your brain has the most. Right. But your skin is full of CBD receptors. So you put topical on there, you're going to do two things. You're going to, at the spot, decrease inflammation. And you're also going to manage pain through those neurotransmitters. Right? Right. Good. Exactly. Okay. A little bit of science and a firsthand expert's opinion on how much to take. Let's go to... Let's, uh, let's go to... Uh, Sleep, and then we're going to move over to some of these other issues and, and speak on them lightly. Mm -hmm. All right, so with sleep, what, what would you do? Again, <laughs> depending on the size of the person. Gotcha. Let's stick with, uh, let's go now with a 130-pound, 30-year-old female who is at a high-pressure job and has two kids at home. Right, and she's feeling lots of anxiety, and um, she's not getting any sleep at night. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, I would like her to take CBD during the day, but if she just really, I just need to sleep. I don't, I'm fine. She's not fine during the day, but she thinks she is. <laughs> yeah. Right. She's distracted by the day. So it yes, doesn't matter, right? Definitely. This is just for sleep anyway. Yeah. Okay. So I would say go ahead and take, start at the 17 milligram, the 500 milligram bottle, uh -huh. which is 17 milligrams in the dropper. Yep. Take your whole dropper about an hour before you want to fall asleep. Okay, all right. And that's really it. As long as you hold it under your tongue for a minute and then you swallow, everything's gonna be activated, well, in about an hour. All right. Yeah. Okay, here's the science. Science is CBD, or cannabinoids, have the ability to trigger inside your endocannabinoid system your sleep cadence. That's it. Neurotransmitters in there, will trigger what's needed for your sleep cadence to be activated. Right. That's all. You can take this in the middle of the day and you won't fall asleep. Yeah, you no. take it when you are ready and that cadence is sitting there just waiting for the signal. Right. And and, yeah. and the signal is, you know, your your body's your your mind knows you're in bed. Hopefully you're not watching TV and you're yeah. not looking at your phone right. and you're ready to go to sleep, then that's when your body signals that that right. to be triggered. Now let's, uh, so we had two on here that we had talked about. We, young kids with seizures uh, and cancer. Those were two other stories that we had talked about. And I know there's lots of questions and we do not have all the answers, nor there's research because it is just starting to get researched. We've talked about this a lot. There are lots of, ob lots of obstacles in researching CBD right now. Right. Anyway, but if you can get through it, 
you know, that the outcome's going to be terrific because all the signs are showing that CBD is great at reducing tumors. We've already have proven and an FDA approved pharmaceutical for CBD used in seizures. All right. I'm not going to speak on the seizure part since there is already a FDA approved pharmaceutical out there. So when you take your child to a doctor and says, I need to solve these seizures, that product is already there. The medical community has embraced it. Thereby, it really doesn't make sense for me to speak on it uh, because I don't have a doctorate degree and so forth. Uh, but I can tell you it's what we're doing today and what we've done over the last five years that it got to where it's at today. Right. Now, how about if we go to other things like cancer? And we have, uh, I think we've had two shows already on cancer. Feel free to go back and, and read it because I did a lot of science. We revealed a lot of current research. When you are considering cannabis for cancer, there's two, there's, there's two directions. One is help with chemotherapy, and it is well known for that. Even physicians are on board with that one. But the second one is tumor reducing. You might decide to not go chemo. And when people do this, they do need larger doses of CBD, not this 20 and 30 and 80. Now you need much, much larger for tumor reducing. And it's also a regimen. You need to have a regimen in place mm -hmm. and oh, then stay definitely. healthy, stay yeah. healthy, active, do all the other things, right. you know, the sugars and all that. Okay. So I just wanted to little, talk a little bit on that again, because I know the show did not want to uh, speak on things that might Give the, put them in a position of, you know, handing out prescription uh, suggestions. Well, That's not really what the documentary was designed to do no, anyway. Yeah, no, it's just it was just shedding light on CBD and the benefits. All right. Let's, because we've been in this industry for so long, we knew this show was coming out. We also are very aware of very reputable sources of cannabis and CBD knowledge that's on the internet that you easily could get access to. Not hidden, you, but you just need to know what they are. Uh, we don't really have the ones you shouldn't go to, but Kimberly has gone through all the ones that she knew were reputable and is going to share those with us. Yeah, I, I've always said that I like Project CBD. All right. Project CBD. Is that www.projectcbd.com? Dot com. Dot com. Yep. Okay. It's a great way to uh, educate yourself on CBD, uh, on the whole cannabis plant. Okay. Um, they, they really go in. I think they were a large part of this documentary. Um, I, I saw a few of the doctors on there that I've seen on Project CBD. Which is a good testament yeah. that this writer and director went to that source mm -hmm. and he's a very good investigator mm -hmm. so he went to that source because he even assumed he even came to the conclusion reputable yes all right yes i like project i we go i go there often and okay. find out information uh the other one is cannabinoidclinical.com I know. That's a big one. <laughs> that's a Google search there. <laughs> Cannabinoidclinical.com. Cannabinoidclinical.com. All right. Yeah. Very good. They'll, they, again, also, they're just dealing with information about the plant and how it benefits humans. Okay. It's, 
it's kind of funny how nobody really talks about CBD for animals on the documentary or on these. I mean, there's yeah. a little thing here and there about, but it really does help animals. I mean, I don't know if you've seen, there's a, a new th- news point out that um, I think it's in Africa that they're starting to give CBD to elephants yeah. to stop them from fighting each other so much because wow. they're aggressive. So yeah. now they're doing it there. But anyway, okay, so then that's your education. Those two places, if you just need education on s- cannabis. And what were the two again? ProjectCBD.com, CannabinoidClinical.com. All right. Now, if you want news like the latest news like and in the, it's global i mean there's cbd news everywhere yes now. i right. i like cbdnews.me cbdnews.me all right i also like cannabiswire.com okay, okay. cannabiswire.com yes and then there's one more and um, I, I don't love their name, but it's okay because they're embracing probably the very beginnings of cannabis. Okay. It's called Ganjapreneur. <laughs> I know. That's just the ganja is too funny. Uh, <laughs> com. Ganja is G-A-N-J-A-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. Ganjapreneur. Com. Uh, I know it sounds silly, but it really it, if you if you're looking for news again globally, I mean France, Italy, Israel, Africa, anywhere, yeah. they are um, they're a good source of, of news, CBD news. All right, all right, and oh, and don't forget the CBD Ed Show. Of course, Ed, Ed standing for education <laughs> and www.cannafield.com. Now we do put a lot of information on there. Um, and uh, one of the things that I look at when I go and I look at a yeah. website, I don't want all this stuff popping up at me. I right. don't want 15% off. I don't want top 10 lists. Yeah. I don't want, uh, no. First of all, I know that these CBD companies are paying you to put them on their list. Yeah. So come on. Don't, that's not informative. Right. Well, let's keep going because there are literally hundreds and hundreds of those. Everybody wants to try to find a way to get their product sure. in front of the viewer. So what tips would you give the audience when they first stumble on a site like that? What things did you see that immediately went, nope, that's not quite right? Well, it, that was that's my that's number one, one thing. Okay. It, of course, obviously, you just get all these pop-ups and right. all this stuff, and okay. then and then there's all these lists for all these things, and I, I I just want information about CBD. I don't want you to tell me what product to buy. I don't want it. I right. I, I just want the information because there's thousands of CBD companies out there now that um, we just don't know. Yeah. We just don't know uh, if their test results are, are real. If yeah. I mean, there's just so much out there. Now, I, I asked her that question knowing I get something like that, but I am not. In, I'm I'm not in any way uh, down talking any company out there that's using good information no. to help get their product in front of you. 
Uh, I believe that is a common theme for all manufacturers and all brands out there is to use knowledge to help further this market. Right. So definitely not slamming anybody at all. What she is alluding to is that there are some sites that are purely focused. They usually have a, a subscription base that's paid by manufacturers. Uh, and there it, it, it's just very pure data. So I like that. Now, I, that's not to say there's not a few players out there that are going to spin off some crap. And, and it's easily to discern. But I think what she's the good advice she's giving you is you see that up in front, up front, you know, where they're moving their products and other people's products right in front of you while you're reading, is just to use your intellect and see how the first couple of pieces of information feel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah that would, uh, that would uh, help you to regulate that a little bit more. And, yeah, it's interesting about the pet thing. I don't know why there's not enough, uh, there's not more information, more sites out there that are just targeting pet science. Yeah. Lots of human science out there, but, yeah, very, very little show on right. pet science. Right, and I, I have many pet owners that come in and um, thankfully I, I even have a few um, vet clinics that are now saying yeah. okay let's let's maybe try some CBD maybe yeah. that will that will help you out so I have a I had a customer come in uh, yesterday who her dog's having a seizures and she's like I don't know if she has a brain tumor I don't know anything right. yet yeah. My guess is that sites, those sites are going to show up next. Yeah. Because it is extremely important and it's growing. Yeah. Okay. Listeners, we're going to wrap for this, this episode. Uh, we hope, again, we are helpful. And I really appreciate uh, the work everybody did in putting this information together. Uh, and happy to share. Uh, I can share links to the show. I can do, we can do a lot of things. So if you have questions, feel free to either uh, and contact us at our email info at canafil.com or go and become a part of the Canafil family and we'll send you regular knowledge pieces on a weekly basis yep. um, now we really appreciate that you allow us to share this knowledge with you we want to stay connected so if you want to continue this conversation uh, the CBD Echo and the Canafil uh, both on Instagram and hey this is Ed Cheney working to raise your potential. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon. Thank you.